0: You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Waterloo. To find out more, visit oasiswaterloo.org. Welcome to the Oasis Waterloo Easter Week podcast series. My name's Jill Rowe. Uh, I'm part of Oasis Church Waterloo and also Director of Ethos and Formation for Oasis in the UK. One of my greatest realisations, and I guess for all of us this past year, has been to the that we really do need one another. Um, This isn't simply to survive, it's to thrive. We've seen again and again, the tragic impact of loneliness and isolation. Built into the very fabric of our humanness, I think is, is an interdependence. We simply were not created to be in isolation for one another and to have found ourselves in that place has led so many of us into this experience of like trauma, loss, grief, and uh, almost an ache of loneliness, of disconnection. Uh, In South African culture, there's the what's known as the Ubuntu philosophy, which summed up means, I am because we are, I am because we are. It's living in the light of and practicing our connectedness, that we are able to be most human uh, what's all this got to do with the Easter story well there's this moment that's captured in john's Gospel um, where it describes this uh, time on during the crucifixion between Mary, the mother of Jesus, John the disciple, often described as the one Jesus loved and Jesus himself right in the midst of this horror, horrific experience of being crucified. In the midst of the anguish and the agony, Jesus speaks to his own mum and says, Woman, behold your son. And to John he says, Son, behold your mother. This bit of the story has always felt to me so full of raw emotion, longing, anguish, strength even, at a time of incredible weakness and so much love. To have been a bystander and experienced this moment, to have heard this moment between Jesus, his mum, and his dear, dear friend, woman, behold your son, mum, mum, this beloved friend of mine is to be as your son. Mum, do you hear Do you understand? John, my dear, dear friend, this is as your mum now. Do you understand? At its most basic level, yes, Jesus is creating a welfare net for his mother. But there's so much more, I think, than that. Today, it seems that we find so many ways to divide ourselves from one another, to not be family, to be disconnected, to be independent, to be separate rather than independent. And that's reinforced so often through the language we use. We forget our interdependence with one another and instead we other Others. We use language to highlight that. We say things like, we're not like them, we are better or superior to those. And it always starts with this language, it's us versus them, it's they, it's not us, it's her, it's him, it's those. Brene Brown talks about that this is like the first a sign of dehumanising others. And when we dehumanise others, we deeply, deeply, deeply forget our connectedness with them and it's not long before that language starts to shift and it becomes more aggressive and even more violent they stop being uh, them and they start being idiots it's, it stops being those and they start being animals it's they're not human uh, those people over there are just the worst on the planet suddenly the language starts to shift That moment of realising our interdependence has been dissipated through language. And it fills our heads and sometimes it fills our words and sometimes we see it in headlines. And when we do this, we completely forget that divine truth that we belong to each other. This act of Jesus So, so close to the point of his death on the cross, where he speaks to his mother and he speaks to his beloved, beloved friend, is Jesus recasting, retelling, restating this divine truth. Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother, behold, behold carries with it this sense of being mesmerised by what we see, looking upon something with huge love, affection and admiration. So Jesus is inviting us right in these final moments to a new way of being, to a new concept of family, relationships of welfare and care, love and compassion that exist deeper than any bloodline, to be mesmerised by one another, full of love, affection and admiration. This moment on the cross shouldn't surprise us. Throughout the Bible, there's so many references to us being called to remember our belonging. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes. Remember the widows, the orphans, the refugees? Yes. Love your neighbor as yourself? Yes. You will be a great nation and all people will be blessed through you. Not some people, all people. Yes. Over and over again, there's been this golden thread of invitation to bring a new concept of family. Behold your son, behold your mother, behold your brother, behold your father, behold your sister. We're called, all of us, to re-realise that we are this new concept of family. It seems that Jesus really was restating how we should understand kinship and belonging. So what's the invitation in this story to you and me to include and embrace others? What do you and I need to do differently? Who do you and I need to see more clearly as our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our fathers, our cousins? I've always felt there's been this invitation moment at this point in these story to all of us to behold one another, to see beyond all division to our oneness, every single one of us.